Procrastination has a lot of syllables, but it only means one thing. Putting off something that you probably should have done. You can put off lots of things. Homework, schoolwork, yard work, even writing an intro to your podcast. But sometimes procrastination gives us the time to invent, to create something we may not have before. And sometimes it doesn't. Brian Lind, a 47-year-old bungee jumper and tactical paper mache enthusiast, was on his way to the Rainforest Cafe in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, when he went missing. Hello, and welcome back to True Deception. Uh, thank you for joining us for another week. My name is Clark McCarthy. I am sitting here with Owen Ingmar. How are you doing, Owen? I'm doing well. As you know, I'm trying to hunt down replicants, so I've just been binging a bunch of movies about robots mm -hmm. to get a better sense of um, what they're like. Uh, so um, I just finished WALL-E. So I have a, a sense that robots are looking for companionship, uh, love, and um, that they keep cockroaches as pets. Um, so that's what I'm on the lookout for. Anyone with a cockroach as a pet uh, and anybody looking for love, that'll help me narrow things down, I think. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, it sounds like you're, you're making some good strides in that department. Uh, similarly, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out if there's a possibility. I am a replicant, so I have been just going mm -hmm. to like offices that do like 3D scans of your body, just asking them. Like I haven't found anything so far, but uh, I could just be a very sophisticated replicant. Um, yeah, yeah. What kind of offices are these that do 3D scans? Um, well. To be honest, one of them was a video game studio, so they'll do like a 3D scan to get some character models in there. So I actually am now going to be in a, a new upcoming video game. Um, I was actually pretty surprised they were like, hey, well, if you're here, can we just put you in a video game? And I was like, okay, sure. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a new video game from uh, Rockstar. It's called uh, Super Creepy Man. And I will be playing said titular Super Creepy Man. You're going to be the lead in a video game? Yes. They said you are exactly... When we conceived the idea of Super Creepy Man, we were thinking of somebody who looks exactly like you. And I was like... Whoa. Oh yeah. Now, uh, how much input did you have on the character design? Um, any? Um, you know, it's funny. Like, uh, the character will be wearing the clothes I was wearing the day I showed up. Um, okay. Yeah, so it will be a crop top, and he will, uh, you know, have big hats that I'm known for. I, I do mm -hmm. dress in a way that it's described as peacocking. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be a dating sim. It's a dating sim called mm -hmm. Super Creepy Guy? Yes. And it's like, how does okay. this guy find love? Oh, Oh, yeah. looking for love. You could be a replicant. Or your video game character could be, or most certainly is a replicant. Well, I guess we won't know. And are you doing the voiceover work for it as well? Or did they have somebody else to do that? They, uh, they 
So I don't think they're going to use my voiceover. They said they were, that I was giving them a lot of good quotes, but I think they're going to hire somebody <laughs> to do the actual voiceover work. But they're like, just keep talking because whatever you're saying is perfect <laughs> for this guy. <laughs> wow, that is incredible. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited. I, you know, I go in thinking I'm going to get a nice scan to find out if I'm if I am a, a replicant. And then it turns out I'm now the star of a video game. I'm very excited about that. So. That's amazing. You're like a, a modern day leisure suit Larry, I think. Uh, an old video game about a guy trying to, I think, just have sex, but um, sounds like an updated version of that. That's, yeah. You're, you're going to be iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be a leisure suit Larry type? <laughs> well, yeah, it seems like we had some fun stuff going on. I, I feel like we should just jump into this week's episode. Let's do it. Great, great. Uh, so why don't, uh, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know your relation to the case, please? Uh, yeah, sure. My name's uh, Robert Van Winkle. Um, I run to the Extreme Apparel uh, out in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. I'm 51 years old. Uh, been running that place for about uh, 23 years. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a lifelong wow. passion and, um, and uh, it's good stuff. Your passion is extreme apparel? Well, you know, I, I, I started uh, skydiving um, basically as, as soon as I could. Uh, you know, I started doing, um, I mean, you know, you're a kid, you, you do boogie boarding and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but just, you know, I, I, I remember uh, when I was a kid, you know, it started being like, oh, you know, you, you go to the ocean, you, you go, you like boogie board, you do that kind of stuff. And it starts becoming like, okay, well, like, let's jump off the roof onto some mattresses, you know, and it's like, let's jump off the roof, you know, onto not mattresses, just straight on concrete. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but then at a point, you know, you go, how can I up this, right? And then, uh, you know, I started with bungee jumping, I started doing skydiving, um, uh, you name it, I've done it. I've done some uh, stunt work on some student films, uh, throw myself through a couple windows. So, I, you know, I like to get down and dirty, but... Uh, uh, you know, you start you start getting uh, a couple injuries here and there, and you know you get you start getting a wife and kids and stuff like that. And so I want I wanted to stay in the world, um, but uh, you know I don't, I, the old dog can't do what he used to do. You know, mm -hmm. so uh, so I've got uh, to the extreme uh, sports and apparel to the extreme. Obviously, <laughs> you know my name's Robert Van Winkle. It's the same name as uh, as uh, Vanilla Ice. You know, so uh, that that was the joke. There was, you know, to the extreme, a rock a mic. Like we had a lot of fun with that in college. Ah, so, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that became the joke, and then it was to the extreme apparel. Wow. So uh, I assume you know through your store and everything you did that you that's how you met uh, Brian. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Were you friends with Brian? Like, what was your relationship? You know, I mean, we had hung out a couple of times. I wouldn't say that we was like friends, friends. But, um, you know, he would come into the store all the time. You know, he'd come in, he'd buy uh, decals, T-shirts. We got lots of hoodies. Um, you know, we also sell, like, the accessories uh, for, for whatever you need. You know, I mean, we got goggles. We got uh, oral speculums for people that are diving. Um, all, all kinds of wild, wild stuff. So, you know, he'd come in and, you know, he'd, he'd kind of always browse and peruse and then, even if he um, wasn't buying anything, it got to the point where it's like he was a friendly customer. You see what I'm saying? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So he'd come in and mm -hmm. um, and uh, we would just shoot the shit. 
How would you describe him as a person? Was he like friendly demeanor? I mean, you, you guys talked a decent amount. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. You know, I mean, there'd be days he'd come in, you know, he'd, he'd walk in, um, you know, with just like a, a bag of Arby's or something like that, you know what I mean? So it was like, he didn't even have uh, anything because, you know, after a couple of years, I sell, I sell basically the same stuff. You know what I mean? We don't exactly update inventory, right? So it's like, I got the t-shirt that's, uh, it's, a, it's a donkey, you know, uh, and it says like, he's going kick ass, right? And then it just says to the extreme sports or like, there's Calvin like pissing on hockey sticks and lacrosse sticks and he's, you know, like you know, to the extreme, right? So you get it. It's like, we don't update our stuff that much. So um, he came in, you know, and he bought a sticker. Or he'd just come in and we'd just chat. And I, I always I always got along with the guy real well. He's one of those people that's like, um, you ever meet those folks that you're like, I would get along with him great. We'd be best friends, you know, but you just don't ever, um, it just doesn't ever happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he had his life, I had my life. But, uh, you know, we, we sure as hell did shoot the shit. That's, that's for sure. He's a good guy. I liked him. You seem to have a positive relationship with Brian, which is not the norm. What what do you think, uh, what about you do you think um, brought out this more, uh, it sounds like warm side to Brian? Huh, I just, um, I've never, you know, again, it's one of those things, I, I really only know him from the store but it is jarring to me that people had uh, negative things to say about the guy. You know, he um, he'd come in once every couple weeks, I guess. And, you know, we'd just be like shooting the shit about family or, um, you know, talking about extreme sports stuff. You know, be like, oh, what dives you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing this bungee. Oh, what kind of cords you using now? Like that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, always real congenial. Hmm. Um. So, so it comes as, as a surprise to me. Um, you know, I guess uh, the only thing I can really say, we had, we had a commonality of, uh, of a love of extreme sports and, uh, and family. You know, we talked about family, talked about uh, the extreme stuff. And uh, I guess you could say it's kind of surface level, but uh, I, sure, I sure like the guy. No, it's, it's nice because we, you know, we, um, I guess you haven't heard this side of Brian, but as a character you know he's he's made some enemies around town so it's nice to hear you know when somebody enjoys okay. their, their time with him yeah um did he ever did he ever talk about any of his sort of what, what kind of enemies if you don't mind me asking in terms of enemies he made some enemies with some drug cartels what? he had a couple people try and kidnap him that felt like it was random but you know if you get kidnapped twice maybe you're up to something the mayor just a guy um his brother hated him his roommate Uh, hated him his roommate hated him i'm sorry yeah he misspoke oh no it's fine and and also a local mobster Mm -hmm. uh did threaten to kidnap him it's funny he was kidnapped by two separate people and a mobster threatened to kidnap him so, yeah, he had a very kidnappy vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, this is um. I gotta be honest with y'all. This is um. This is taking me by the blind side a little bit. I don't even know what to say. He's you know he he's only been sunshine. You know when I when I talk wow. to the guy, 
I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm almost a little a little emotional on you, um, mm-hmm. j- just because I'm not. Uh, you know, it's one. Of, it's it feels like that cliche. You know, you hear people go like, "I think you know somebody," right? Um, right. Yeah. I only know him as a guy. Like you know, he'd come in and um, geez, <laughs> that's um, that's hitting me a little hard. He just, you know, he he'd come in and uh, you know, he buy a t-shirt or whatever, and um, and we just um, we just talk. You know, I I work, I put a lot of hours into that business, and um, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I don't get a chance to hang out with folks too much. So um, you know, he he was an acquaintance, but I'd say he was like one of the. Ironically, <laughs> it's one of the people I probably talked to the most. Um was him so um so that's that's got me that's got me shook up a little bit <clears throat> yeah well uh, we're sorry to deliver that uh news to you um yeah, yeah. You, you must have been pretty distraught when he turned up missing as well then huh I've, I've i've been very worried um i'm an optimist you know so so in my brain i just go like well he's gonna pop back up you know he probably took a sabbatical or <laughs> Um, but you know, I feel like probably deep down my heart, um, uh, you know, I know something is, is not all well, but I like to, I like to think that he's going to pop back up. Yeah. 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 We definitely do too. Um, we have a lot of working theories about where he could be or what's happened to him. Um, some of them are very positive if that helps. Um, okay. All right. Well, um, what's, what's the positive? Well, he did mention, apparently his family owns a secret island, and we think he might have escaped to that secret island. Um, so there's that one. Um, uh, you know, we don't have as much evidence for the this one, but, it, you know, I, I always thought maybe he started an ice cream shop somewhere in Delaware. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Almost I, no evidence for that, but uh, very hopeful. <laughs> that, that that's, that's like, that sounds like when someone... You know, when a kid, when her dog dies, you know, you go, oh, no, he's, we took him to a dog park up, up north, up, up mm-hmm. north, you know, so, so, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't want to tell y'all how to do your job, but I think, I think it's a little response, irresponsible. That's, to, um, I'm, I mean, to to just going. I do have, uh, he's on a farm right now as one of my theories as to what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Live with a better well, family yeah. on a farm. Um. That man, that man was a good man. He's a good man. So, uh, you know, I know you guys got your little, your little podcast or whatever, and you try and get your clicks and your views. But um, that that that's a good man you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So um, you might you might want to show some some respect. Well, we no disrespect intended. We we have great. We've gained a great affinity for Brian. Um, so much so that we have both at, at separate times lived sort of in his clothes and in his skin and in his apartment, just try to mm-hmm. understand him better. And, and, you know, while we don't know him, we do feel very close to Brian. I would say. It, it just mm-hmm. feels like, you know, you've been talking to me and you're going like, Oh yeah. It, you know, jokes, jokes, jokes. He's, he's on a farm somewhere, you know, he's got a ice cream parlor and then you go like, Oh, and by the way, um, everybody hated the guy and they thought he was a piece of shit. And I'm just telling you, you know, I'm more than happy volunteer my time help find my friend but you know if, if this is just going to be some hoot and holler 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm out and I'm done. So, you know, make up your no. mind, get, no, get, please. Correct, get, get correct, <laughs> please. get correct, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, get correct with yourself, figure out what it is you're doing, mm-hmm. pay some goddamn respect to the man. And that, mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm that, that's y'all's warning. And well, I apologize, you know, no, no disrespect or, or jokes intended. Uh, we okay. are, All right. we, we care about solving this mystery. Um, yeah, so do I. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, you know, have you, have you reached out to anyone? Have you tried to, to, to find him in any way? Or is it just kind of like, you know, I'll let the police do their business. When, it, when he first went missing, and I probably, like I said, he, he'd come into the shop every couple of weeks or so. So I, I didn't really notice, you know, right away, you know, it was only after a little bit, I was like, oh, I haven't seen him in a while. And, um, and then, you know, there'd be I, on my lunch break, you know, I'd just take, um, I'd just take a walk around, you know, in, in the area and through the like strip mall. And if I am, you know, fully honest with you, um, after it had been uh, just a little bit, uh, I'd have trouble, you know, you start, you start worrying about somebody, right? So I'd have trouble sleeping. So I just like jump into the caravan and then uh, just take a drive around uh, probably around two, three in the morning and, you know, just um, yell out the window, mm-hmm. you know, or like go places where I, I feel like he might be um, and, and take a look around. Did he buy anything at your store that maybe gave you the suggestion that he might be going somewhere? Any sort of like apparel that felt like he was planning an expedition or something that would be extreme? He he bought, and this is probably two months ago, he bought about five pairs of sweatpants. And you, okay. you, you got to understand the thing uh, with Brian is that he's... um. He's one of them hoodies and shorts guys, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's one of those guys that's always, you know, you come in, he come in dead of winter, and you'd be like, "Hey, what you got shorts and sandals on?" He goes, "Oh, my legs don't get cold." He's that kind of guy, you know. What I mean, so he's always like wearing a hoodie. So when he bought, uh, you know, five pairs of sweatpants at a clip, you know, I was like, "Hey, what the what the heck you doing with the five pairs of sweatpants?" You know, mm-hmm. and he just goes like, "Oh yeah, you know, I just I just want I want to layer up." And he kind of blew it off. I'll be honest. He did kind of blow it off, you know? And I was like, yeah, I just, you know, you're like a, you're a shorts guy. I always thought you like, you know, and he just like, Hey man, I don't know. I'm just getting five pairs of sweatpants. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that, you know, that, that's one of those things that sticks in the back of your head, you know, and you go like, you know, that's your business. I'm not going to get into it. Maybe, the, maybe the man's legs just got cold. Um, you know, you get older in life, you know, and you start, you start, uh, things don't work <laughs> the way to take used mm-hmm. to, but, um, but I'll be damned if, if that didn't stick in the back of my brain a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's helpful. Yeah. That's very helpful. Um, I, can I just say, uh, you know, I'm interested a little bit in the shop. Um, it seems mm-hmm. like you're doing, you know, your focus is on extreme stuff and you, you, you know, you, you said you don't really update the inventory very much. I noticed uh, that you guys do still have 3D printed Doritos on as a, like a snack you can get, which is of course the, the most extreme version of Dorito. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like what is it about the extreme lifestyle that you really, you know, get into? Oh man. Um, 
Well, you know, how uh, how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go, because, uh, you know, um, listen, I, I'll be frank with you. Uh, I had, uh, you know, I was telling you guys, I was like, you know, jumping off uh, roofs and out of windows and stuff when I was like, you know, 12, 13 years old. Uh, a lot of bungee, a lot of skydiving. And um, eventually, you know, I, um, I got into a... Uh, how do I say this? Um, I got into uh, a fight in a parking lot. Um, it was a pretty bad barn burner. Um, and it was, uh, it was outside of an old Navy. Um, so we, you know, uh, I, I was charged with um, manslaughter. You know, it was a, a crime, crime of passion situation. <sighs> Court appointed. I had I had to go to therapy, um, and and was on uh, fifteen years probation. All right, so there it is. Uh, putting that on the table. Reason I tell you that. Um, I had court appointed therapy, and uh, we talked. We talked about you know a lot of stuff, getting to the bottom, a lot of stuff. You know. And part of it was uh, was why was why I attracted to these uh, good and bad, you know, adrenaline rushes, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, they said a, a good bit of it uh, was that you know, Robert Van Winkle does not like what he sees when he looks in the mirror, if that makes sense, you know. So there was there was a lot of introspection. Um, you know, I, I think I had fun with it, but I do think the vanilla ice uh, jokes kind of started to rub rub me a little raw by the time I got into college. You know, it would be like, hey, there's vanilla ice. What's up, ice ice, baby? Oh, this guy, you know, that guy's too cold, you know, and you just go like, mm-hmm. ha, 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 you know, you're like, that's pretty funny. You know, you try and be a good sport, but eventually, you know, you're like, hey, hey, don't, you know, don't call me vanilla ice no more, you know. It's 1998. 1998. Stop calling me vanilla. You know, it's like it's you mm-hmm. wear on somebody. You know. Sure. So, um, matter of fact, that's uh, that's how I got into that fight. That uh, guy, you know, I was walking out the parking lot, and it, you know, it's a, it's a a guy I knew from uh, elementary school, if you believe that. And he was mm-hmm. like, "Yep." There's vanilla ice. He's gonna go buy. Are you gonna buy some performance fleece? Keep yourself warm, vanilla ice. You're too cold. And I just snapped. And uh, well, you know, we went at we went at it like a couple of couple of screeching monkeys. Mm-hmm. Did Did you ever tell Brian this story? Oh yeah, Brian knew all about that one. Uh, he, you know, Brian was somebody that um, I confided my my deepest. Uh, secrets to to be honest you know like i said you know i i'll be on um you know i, I don't know that i wanted to tell you guys everything off the bat you know he, sure uh, uh we you know we talked we talked about extreme sports and family but you know it's like when, once you open up that world once you get personal like that you know um it starts to really you you open up a whole bunch of avenues you know so mm-hmm. it's like then, then you start talking about like family. You start talking about growing up. You know, you start talking about growing up. You start talking about 
oh, I dated this girl, oh, I, you know, I fucked this girl, I did this drug, I did, you know, whatever, right? So, um, so yeah, we, we got pretty deep on occasion, you know, there'd be times there where, where Brian would spend four to six hours at the shop. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's, that's clearly you guys had a connection. I think that's very evident. Um, yeah, yeah. Did he dis? Sorry, did he disclose to you that he stabbed someone? You know, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Brian and I had a connection of maybe having a, a, a bit of a checkered past. We'll just okay. say that. We'll say that. That makes sense. Yeah, we connected over. Um, you know, uh, rage issues and um, stuff like that. But he's a, that's a good man. He's a real, he's a good man. Yeah. He's a good man. Sure. Yeah, of course. Did he, did you ever notice, uh, we, we found in the last few weeks before he disappeared, he started really escalating how much tactical paper mache he was carrying. So he would have a knife, he would have the tactical paper mache like nunchucks and, and, um, Katana, I believe. Uh, I'm curious, did you notice him carrying around any of that stuff? Yeah, well, you know, um, he always had some kind of package on him, you know? It was always <laughs> like, um, you remember uh, back in the day, you know, businessmen would have them little, like, cell phone belt loop things? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a carry around. It's like the golf shirt guys, right? Mm -hmm. He had one of those um, with the bottom cut out. He'd always have a pair of nunchucks in that. You know, so he always had, he was always strapped with something. He'd have like, he'd have nunchucks. He'd have, um, he'd have one of them, uh, you know, big ass knives. It's like, um, it's like the crocodile Dundee knife. You know, it's like, that. this is a knife, like that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, dad, um, I remember, I remember one time, oh man, he came into the shop. <clears throat> I was, I was face down just in uh, an Auntie Anne's pretzel box. I was on my lunch break. I wasn't even paying attention. He goes, boom, right? And he just threw, he had a, a box of smoke bombs on his on his hip. Mm -hmm. And so he just blew, he blew that, that shit. I tell you what, that filled up the room for a good 20 minutes. I was like, Ryan, I can't even see these pretzel bites in front of my face. I can't even eat my lunch. The thing was so smoked up. But, you know, we, we turned the alarm off and uh, opened up the door and, uh, and we got in there. But yeah, he always, you know, he, I mean, he always had, he liked carrying weapons on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That sounds right. Um did did he ever him being around so much, kind of uh a smoke bomb or two, did that ever affect your uh business at the shop? Uh you know, for the most part, um it I always took it I always took it that like if someone had a problem that was on them, you know? Because there'd be times where like He'd be in the shop and then, you know, tring, somebody comes in and he'd like wander over to the t-shirts or to, to the figurines or whatever we got. And, you know, I mean, if somebody was like waltzing around too long and not buying nothing, you know, he'd kind of close his face and kind of give mm -hmm. the evil eye a little bit, you know, and they'd be, they'd be acting all weird. And I'd just be like, yeah, that's probably, you know, I'd joke with him. I'd be like, that's Brian, he's our security. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and sometimes, you know, it felt like that kind of, squeezed people right out the door maybe a little premature uh mm -hmm. but most people most people i feel like they got it you know uh so you know if somebody had had a problem that's on them 
Yeah. Got it. <clears throat> Sounds like you're pretty loyal to Brian. I, I think Brian, um, again, to, you know, I'm, I'm a glass half full guy. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I think Brian is a good man. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, if Brian reappears, I, I guess I'm wondering, do you feel like your relationship would change? Would you try to include him in your life a little more? Or? I, I think, uh, yeah, if I, if I, if I, if I, if I, if, apologize. Um, if I, if I had the, the, those moments, uh, the chance to, to, um, to hang out with Brian again, I, absolutely. I would, I would try to make sure, um, he was in my, in my life a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. definitely outside of, um, out, outside of just, you know, business kicking it type situa- situation. Um, I, I would try to put him in my life a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Would you? Would you um, it, if Brian sort of planned this, do you hold any resentment or grudges that he didn't kind of that he left you to worry? Let me, let me try and get this straight because this is blind. You know, a lot of this is blind inside me, and and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys are telling me there's people that think ill, Ill of him and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know about a lot of this. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I found out that I, I guess you're suggesting he he wasn't kidnapped, that he just like absconded, mm-hmm. he just left. Yes, yeah, he bought mm-hmm. a bunch of sweatpants. Uh... And, and um, well, if it was if he was on a lamb, let's just say, you know, he had to get out of Dodge and he he couldn't let anybody know then um and i found out and I, i'd be like you know don't let that happen again you knucklehead you know <laughs> um but um but if he just if this was something where he just elected to just disappear because he wanted to go you know to cabo or something like that and just decide to, to up and run out um you know uh, we we, pro- we probably have to have a real man-to-man talk you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i don't i don't think um I don't think it's acceptable to fuck with another man's feelings. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you develop, develop an intimacy with people. You know, there's the, mm-hmm. there's the court appointed therapy talking. Um, <laughs> you, know, you, you, uh, you develop an intimacy with people. You, you owe people something, you know, with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, to be honest, I probably kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> okay. I probably well, kicked okay. the shit out of him to be honest. Fair. I, I understand. I mean, he's, He's he's hurt you emotionally, and that would be mm-hmm. that'd be tough, be very tough. Um, well, I mean, you know, uh, wait, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. You, you've been so helpful, and really appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate it too. I'm I'm sorry uh, for getting a little cross with you earlier. Um, you know, that's that's my apologies. I just want to make sure we respect uh, we respect. We respect Brian. I want to say respect his memory mm-hmm. again. Thinking, thinking positive. Um, but you know, I just you know that's that's a friend of mine. I just I want mm-hmm. I want to you know yeah give, give the due due diligence. Of course. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm actually curious because we get sort of um, 
we've heard some different things. Did he ever tell you about romantic partners that he's had? Has he ever talked to you? Do you ever have those conversations? Yeah, you know, I said, like, we, you know, we've talked about family and, um, you know, the, the ladies of our lives. And um, uh, so, yeah, we've, we've, we've shared a couple of war stories of, <laughs> for a couple of beers, for sure. Yeah, um, because he, uh, we found that he often claimed to be a proud virgin, uh, but we did also hear that he was... Um, believe secretly married to two women and he secretly married to one woman in a relationship with at least two others um i'm curious if he expressed any of that to you specifically um you know i was um privy to his uh peccadillos as he was mine mm-hmm. um you know we um we're extreme, we're extreme sports guys, right? And got extreme sports. Uh, uh, I feel like people who go into that world, uh, you know, it's for a reason, right? If, if you're real into it, I'm not talking about like, oh, it's, it's um, you know, my, my bridesmaid shower. I'm on GoFundMe. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the guy's doing his stuff three, four times a week. You know what I mean? Um, and so, uh, you know, you do that, you get you, you fucked up in the head, man there's something there's something going on so yeah we we talked about uh you know the the lovers and um uh you know we of course experimented with, with each other a couple of times and um uh you know so we're very familiar with each other's uh uh, uh cravings and and peccadillos mm-hmm. wow <clears throat> could y'all um hey um could y'all cut that last part out please about the two of you experimenting with each other yeah yeah that would be um uh you know i got i got uh i got a business to run i got wife and kids yeah um sure so yeah if you could leave that out of uh, course yeah okay um we we might have to refer to it in later interviews but we'll cut it out of the this and we won't mention you by name Okay. Um, yeah, you, you know, and but, <laughs> you can't you can't have something. I uh, just make it sure here. You can't have something where it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna take it out by name, but then say he was fucking a guy at Randy Extreme Sports <laughs> Store. Right. No, we won't say that. Um, there'll be no no identifying. Uh, right. We we might say <laughs> he had sex with a man who uh, was convicted of manslaughter, uh, but that could be anybody. Okay, don't mention the old navy if if you don't mind. Again, I feel you like got that's it. pretty okay. I'm sure. All right. Yeah. I, I listen, obviously we can't include include it in the interview, but I'm just curious, like what kind of a lover was he? And um, you know, it, <laughs> it would depend. Um you know, we we mostly it would be man, I can't believe I'm telling you guys this. This does not go in the interview. No, not uh, absolutely all right. Um, you know, mostly be a thing be like after work going to, uh, you know, we go ahead and we just, uh, sit in my truck and then, um, we'd, uh, you know, we'd have a couple beers and I got, I got the, the truck. It's got that, you know, the mini cab where it's got the kind of tight back seats, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it didn't happen too many times. I'd say no more than 15. Um, <sighs> but we, we would go about it in there. And then, uh, 
you know, it's one of those things where it's like it, we, we'd be drinking and it'd be um, it'd be intense. You know what I mean? Like, I think we were both. Um, man, this therapy really helped. <laughs> uh, yeah, it we, sounds be, like it. We would be uh, we'd be like mad at each other almost for for our feelings, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was always so it'd be like real rough, like crazy rough. But um, but like tender in a way also. Yeah, that does explain some stuff. So uh, Brian wrote some uh, adult uh, books, and that does line up with some things that we read. In okay. Sort of his unpublished okay. adult books. No, no specific names or anything. But um, if it makes you feel any better, they he did write very fondly of these experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, I will say leading up to these experiences he really focuses on the arby's he was eating like in the shop because he yeah. he, he he wrote a story about a a man with another man in a bait and tackle shop and it's so much a description of just eating the arby's and a lot of it feels like an arby's review um and then it sort of gets into the the erotica and i was like mm-hmm. but there were well that that was that was um part of the foreplay to be honest oh interesting you know yeah you know he'd um you know he'd be like he'd get out one of them uh you know pastrami sandwiches or um you know obviously a classic roast beef and um you know we we'd always it was actually one of those jokes you know what i mean where it's like yeah uh, you know sometimes especially look you know i'm gonna say like where we are maybe isn't always the most open-minded place. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of test mm-hmm. the waters. If you're, if you're going to expand your horizons and your palate, you got to kind of test the waters first. So, you know, he, he came in with Arby's one time and he was like, you know, we got the meats, right? And so we're doing like bro jokes. You know what I mean? Like we're doing just like bro jokes. Be like, yeah, I bet you like that. I bet you like that meat, you son of a bitch. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it became like, you know, um, yeah, you know, I I guess you know it wouldn't be crazy, right? Mm-hmm. If, if the you know if like it was so, what if it was that? You know, it'd be like I, my cousin's guy, you know. Yeah. So um, and I kind of talk, and then it'd be like, yeah, well, you know, uh, why don't you? Uh, you know, I said to him, I was like, hey, well, maybe one night this week, why don't you bring some of the meats over? Why don't you bring some of your meat over? You know, when we close, he's like, yeah, I'll do that. So he brought some Arby's, and um, we had that, and then uh, you know, he'd also brought a twelve pack. And we just uh start kicking it in my truck and you know one thing leads to another and you know there you go you're uh you're fucking with a mouthful of arby's you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, been been there i think we can all relate to that yeah, yeah that's very yeah. relatable wow thank you for for sharing and being so open obviously mm-hmm. none of that can yeah. go into the episode but um, yeah that's yeah. yeah that was for us and we appreciate it yeah, you got it. well you guys um you know you got a you got a real great uh uh you got a like a barbara walter sensibility about you <laughs> and you guys are you know you just uh I, I felt myself i don't open up to a lot of people uh i was not expecting mm-hmm. uh, that to be the case here so um i'm a little i'm a little uh, surprised myself well thank you we appreciate that well i gotta say it seems like yeah it seems like you're somebody who's really been working on themselves in it. Hey, well, it well thank you. I appreciate uh, that. You know, a lot, a lot of folks, you know, you tell them, hey, uh, you know, I beat a man to death in, a, in an old Navy parking lot. They, uh, they don't want to give you the time of day.
<laughs> so uh, I, I think maybe that's it. You know, a lot of people close off. Uh, you tell them that kind of stuff. But I said that to you, you guys didn't go running. Um, so, you know, I appreciate that. Of course. Um, we appreciate your candor. And uh, and it's it's nice to have a, a nice, uh, more fully realized picture of Brian. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll let you go, but uh, I feel like you've been so uh, forthright and everything with us that I'm just curious, is there, is there any way we can help um, advertise your shop a little bit? And, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about some of the stuff in there, you know? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, come down. Uh, if you ever need anything, if you just want to show somebody how extreme you are with a couple of truck decals, you know, you want to rock a hoodie, you want to rock some t-shirts, uh, we got tons of apparel. Got tons of stickers. We got some uh, action figurines, little Tony Hawks and stuff like that. My wife makes little little Tony Hawk figurines. Um, uh, lot, lots of skate, lots of, uh, you know, whatever you do. BMX, snowboarding, we got all that stuff. Um, like I told you, you know, we got the um, the skydiving speculums. Those things are, are big now. Um, that's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you know the thing, you know those games where you, you put the thing in your mouth, right? You can't do it with Corona now. But, uh, you know, you put it in your mouth and you like, try and say a bunch of phrases you know but you got the thing in your mouth right and it's hard yes. to you know, it's, it's, yeah so you do that you jump out so then it just chipmunks your cheeks out uh that that's one of my own inventions um so that thing's that's pretty, pretty fun. good hey thanks thanks um so you know whatever you need we got uh let's come on down to uh to the extreme apparel in tyson's corner virginia is there something you'd say is the most extreme thing in the shop most extreme um <laughs> listen i'll just put it this way uh you know i've opened up to you guys a lot um but there there is uh you know how like uh, a lot of these like burger joints and stuff like that they got a secret menu mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay we got a room in the back that's all i'm gonna say about that <laughs> okay so, you know, come, come, come to uh like with beads come, come to oh uh, no 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 no, no, no. Mm. no it's, it's behind lock and key my friend Oh, uh, okay. you, you come, you come to the extreme apparel. You say the magic word. Uh, you know, if you're in the know, you're in the know. Again, I'm only going to open up so much, but uh, but yeah, you come in there, and then uh, the the most extreme attractions is in the back. Okay, wow. that was very cool. I will absolutely swing by, get myself a little uh -huh. hand carved Tony Hawk, and check out the back room. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there you go. Hey, I'll give yeah, you guys that's the, great I'll give you guys the VIP tour. You ever swing by? That's all right great. uh you can count on me bringing a bag of arby's all right my friend. <laughs> you better watch out that's an aphrodisiac for this guy <laughs> artwork provided by amelia jane murphy you can follow her and purchase her work at amil underscore art on instagram music provided by kai ingle Please subscribe and write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcast. It really helps the show. You can follow us and contribute at Deception Pod on Instagram and Twitter.